Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 436th ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from Boston to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened this weekend and what's ahead for the week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is yesterday's afternoon's Warriors-Grizzlies game, where Steph Curry did it again, raining three pointers down on... Memphis in the fourth quarter especially and topping it off at the end with a jersey lift a la Baron Davis back in the day when he played for the Warriors and uh, then later last night it was uh, performed by Steph's son so it was just again it's become must-see TV with Steph Curry Uh, he's just doing Things we've never seen before on a basketball court, which is uh, ice water in his veins and just with this a split second to get off a shot from as far out as 35 to 40 feet and just draining him with regularity during the fourth quarter to literally win games, put games away, as he did last night, last evening. And it's just uh, wonderful theater. Uh, and... Just loving it, and now that leads to what will be the best of the play-in tournament here over the next two nights, which is Warriors at Lakers. Uh, One of, I think, uh, four games that are going to get played in the next few nights. And, uh, yeah, the play-in tournaments, it's a little tricky to keep track of, where it's basically... Depending on the seed, you can lose a game and still then play another game. What you need to know, in my mind, what I was most interested in finding out was that if the Lakers lose to the Warriors on Wednesday night, that that they would then still play another game that they would need to win. Uh, They'd be playing, I guess, the winner of the other Western Conference playing game, and they could still... Lose to the Warriors, win that second game, and make the playoffs. Uh, LeBron is back, clearly healthy again. And so, uh, as fascinating as the Warriors-Lakers should be on Wednesday night, it's not an elimination game. So, uh, nonetheless, it's going to give a good gauge of uh, where the Lakers are and where... uh, and where the Lakers, you know, and where the Warriors are, for that matter, uh, 
<laughs> nobody wants to face the Warriors and play it. Not with Steph Curry, just uh, putting together the best one or two months practically in NBA history when you factor in the age, regular scoring champ for the season, regular season scoring champ. Uh, you know, everybody loves the little guy. Everybody loves the little guy who's launching three pointers from thirty-five feet. Who doesn't love that? I do, and that's what we're seeing at a level that's never been seen before. Uh, and again, at important, uh, you know, at, at crunch time. And uh, so it's just again terrific, terrific theater uh, up here in Boston. Celtics lost yesterday. Jalen Brown, of course, is out for the rest of the season. Uh, many are thinking that season is going to be over in the next day or two. <laughs> um, uh, they're hosting a playoff game against the Wizards. Play-in game, excuse me. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, you, you know, the Celtics are just, uh, even before Jalen Brown was injured, they were a, a maddening team to try to figure out, certainly up here in Boston. So a lot of people have already reached the conclusion up here that uh, they need to break the team up regardless. There's something missing. Um, and no matter what happens, unless they somehow, some way, put it together and make a run, which seems about as unlikely as you, as you could conceive of right now, uh, that aside, a lot of people are leaning towards uh, breaking the team up um, because it's just been a lot of years of frustration now uh, that seem to continue into this year and underachieving. What else can you say? Or just not the right mix. That leads into my low light of the week, which is the other Boston winter sports team playing in the garden, the Boston Bruins, and a lot of angst uh, up here since they were not able to take advantage of the Washington Capitals on Saturday night uh, in game one, which kicked off the playoffs. Uh, they lost the Capitals, lost their game early, the goalie early on a goal by the Bruins. He came down awkwardly on the ice and left and brought in the backup goalie who hadn't paid to, played in a month. And of course, he showed up. Played well, and they won an overtime on a shot that was deflected, but still went off Tuka Rask's, the goalie for the Bruins, off his chest, and then dribbled behind him for the winning goal in overtime. Uh, this is feeling a little bit like the last roundup for this Bruins team that won the Cup, hard to believe, 10 years ago, 2011. But the core of Krejci, Marchand, and, of course, Patrice Bergeron and Rask, even though Tim Thomas was the goalie that won in the Stanley Cup in 2011, but it's been Rask ever since. So Rask, Tuka Rask is under fire, period. Uh, you may remember you opted out of the bubble last year up in Canada with family issues. And uh, so we'll see how that all develops. Big game tonight with the Bruins at the Caps. And the overall, but the big news really is that I'm talking both hockey and NBA playoffs, play-ins, whatever you want to call it. It's awesome. We're, we've arrived, uh, and it's just a great time of year um, to get these going now. And 
Uh, you mix in the PGA at Kiowa Island down in South Carolina near Charleston, where I had the pleasure of visiting uh, the, the the spot, the ocean course, uh, right near, right at the sanctuary, the legendary hotel there. And uh, what I'll always remember is the wind. When I parked in the parking lot, uh, this was just a year or two ago, uh, you know, perfect, beautiful day, sunny, the whole bit. Walked through the sanctuary, again, legendary hotel. Uh, walked out back where the ocean course is, and it was the stiffest wind I think I've ever encountered. And maybe the biggest difference from, you know, one spot to another between no wind and wind right on the ocean, unlike anything I've ever experienced, I'll never forget it. Um, it was howling. Uh, when moments earlier in the parking lot, it is was as calm as could be. And they had uh, ESPN had Michael Collins on, great, uh, funny uh, golf coverage uh, analyst who they have. And he said that there's hardly any wind today and the wind forecast is 15 miles per hour or below, which in Kiowa standards is like nothing uh, for the rest of the week. So the wind is the great uh, variable for anything going on at the ocean course. And it looks like it's going to be maybe one of the calmest weeks imaginable for that. So that could be interesting. Golfers may go low, but regardless, it's a spectacular setting, to put it mildly. <laughs> um, and it's going to be great to watch the PGA. So a lot going on all of a sudden. Um, not going to be a Triple Crown winner. And uh, not this year. And uh, with uh, Preakness being held on Saturday after a couple of weeks of controversy over uh, over the Kentucky Derby winner. Uh, so anyway, uh, not going to be a Triple Crown winner in horse racing this year. Finally, my bizarre story of the week is the nonstop chatter over Tim Tebow. Uh, signing with the Jaguars and Urban Meyer, signing as a tight end. Everybody's up in arms. To me, it simply has nothing to do with position. Uh, this is Urban Meyer bringing in a legendary winner from their days at Florida uh, into the locker room in his hometown, Tebow's from Jacksonville, uh, to basically instill a winning attitude and a work ethic. The guy is a champion. Say what you will. Certainly was in college. Legendary college player. Did some winning. We all remember the playoff victory over the Steelers when he quarterbacked the Broncos. He's a polarizing figure, but at the end of the day, to me, it's very simple. Urban Meyer wants him in his locker room in whatever capacity. Tight end's just a way to get him in there. Um, we shall see, but I, I, to me, it's just completely obvious he wants... Uh, Tebow for the presence and the winning attitude and the work ethic that he's going to bring to any locker room, let alone in his hometown, where he's a hero already around town, uh, an all-time hero, by the way. And, you know, uh, that team needs someone exactly like him to be in the locker room. And lastly, Tom Brady's dad made a little news up here, calling into Boston Sports Talk Radio 98.5. Talking about the schedule release 
last week and uh, for the NFL. Uh, Sunday night, October 3rd, Sunday night football, Buccaneers and Brady will be visiting the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. And Brady Sr. was quite... uh, Quite honest in his assessment, talked about chomping at the bits to, for the Bucks to come in at 3-0 and and beat the Pats uh, rather handily. And the chatter up here, it's just off the charts since the moment it leaked on Wednesday and got confirmed on Wednesday night with the schedule shows. It's the biggest regular season game in Boston sports history, hands down, no question. Uh, so... The buildup has already begun. It's already nonstop chatter. Tom Brady's senior calling in uh, helped elevate it a bit. And, uh, boy, it's going to be fun leading up to that. And that's going to be a special, special, special night here in New England. So now let's take our break. Next up will be our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies radio show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Win prizes just for calling in. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance of success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Bravehearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. 
Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby, to join the show. The call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well, joins us. And A.P., how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing very well, John. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh... And AP, I closed the previous segment talking about uh, the NFL schedule release and the headliner, both nationwide, worldwide, and certainly here where I'm at, 20 minutes from Gillette Stadium, is all about Sunday night football, October 3rd, where Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers will be visiting Gillette Stadium and AP, uh, I'd say the schedule maker has uh, shined his light on the NFL for this one. Let's keep in mind we're talking <laughs> NFC, AFC teams, you know, the, the schedules, you know the opponents years in advance. There's a formula. This has nothing to do with, like, creating this. This is a formula that's been in the works for years. And lo and behold, it lands at what has to be just the perfect moment in time for the NFL, uh, not to mention Patriots and Bucks fans. But AP, it's already uh, being billed as the l- biggest regular season game in any sport in Boston sports history. That's saying something. And it's the tickets are already, you know, there's starting at 1500 the night of the announcement, they were as high as twelve thousand <laughs> per seat. I think that's come down a bit. I think that was just an. I think that was an outlier. Uh, somebody just threw it on there to get attention, and it did. Anyway, it seemed the range already seems to be you know somewhere in the fifteen hundred to five thousand range on tickets. But AP, it's it's just the talk of the town. It's nonstop. Um, so it's wonderful. We love it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 John. I'm thinking to myself, what was a player who played in Boston originally and then returned? The only one I could think of that might even equate, and this was many more games in one, would be Babe Ruth returning to compete against the Red Sox. That is a perfect analogy because you're talking about the goat in their respective sports. Simply. Babe right. Ruth is the greatest, yeah. most famous baseball player ever, and Tom Brady. There can be no further doubt. That was all settled this a couple months ago down <laughs> down at Raymond James Stadium. Right. Brady is the best football player ever. Period. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's a great comparison. Uh, AP, uh, you know, sports show hosts have been doing shows the past few days on exactly that topic when what are the greatest return of Boston athletes with another team back to Boston they talked Roger Clemens that's a big one 
Um, That's a a very big one. Very big one because, you know, given he went to the Yankees. One I remember and one that got a lot of play. These things are sneaky the way they pop up on you as Johnny Damon. A lot of people forget, you know, he left the Mm -hmm. team of idiots that won the 2004 World Series uh, to break the curse. And then he signed that offseason with the Yankees. Um, right. It was either that year or the next year, and uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, Johnny Damon's return, I remember that. That was a big deal. Uh, people uh, cutting loose on him. Um. So yeah, Drew Bledsoe when he came back uh, after going to the Bills, that was a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. I mean, Ray Bork, I think, came back. You know, he, he left to win a cup with the. Colorado Avalanche. He won the cup, and then I believe he came back. Um, you, you know, so th- there's a lot of them. I'm trying to think on the Celtics front. Uh, I'm sure there's been many. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a. F- I mean, the, the one on the Celtics. I'm trying to think of all their great players, and they most of them usually finish with the Celtics. I mean, Dave Cowens went to Milwaukee came back, you know, played with the Milwaukee Bucks for a few seasons. But I'm trying to think of all their great players. Right. Robert Somebody Parrish played. Ended up at, right. Yeah. He Parrish played. Went on, went on to a few teams, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A few teams, exactly. I'll tell you one that they're already talking about. If he comes back, it could happen very soon, is uh, if Kyrie Irving comes back with the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, mm-hmm. depending on how the play ends and all that work out. Because he is, I don't know if I, I can ever recall, a more despised player for who spent a very brief time here than him. Um, right. So if he comes back, that, that could set a new standard uh, on the other side. But, you know, back to Brady. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think, uh, yeah, no reason to dwell on that. Um, I The general sentiment is, and in my mind should be, that you know, everybody will be cheering for Brady, period. I mean, how can you not? I don't under, you, you know, right. I, I just think it's a no-brainer. The worst case I've heard of is, you, you know, that uh, you cheer for Brady pregame, and then uh, the moment the game starts, then, of course, you're you're cheering for the Patriots to yeah. win the game. Um, right. But the... You know, and that's probably how it's going to unfold. Big question up here, AP, is, you know, is there going to be like an all-time tribute video at the highest level, which is what he deserves? Right. That That's a big yes. question. Yes. Uh, already being discussed right. here. Yeah, right, I don't but. know. No, I, I think a couple things, Sean, was the date. It should be really good weather. AP, as a season ticket member, that's what I was most interested in. When was it going to be played? And I am thrilled. Uh, early October on a Sunday night, uh, you said it perfectly. And Tom Brady's father even addressed that when he called into the sports talk station. Uh, it should be good weather. There's every reason to believe October 3rd should be a fine night here in New England. And, uh, and you know, hats off to the NFL for doing that. I, I think it's just perfect. You, you know, you didn't want to waste it on opening weekend, I don't think. Plus, the Bucks will be hosting their own game on to open the season that Thursday night, and 
September before, you know, right after Labor Day. But I just thought it was perfect, you know, give it a couple of weeks. But you wanted it early enough. That, I need to say this has been a hot topic up here in New England, like dissecting everything. Um, you know, you you want both teams, whether they're, you know, in case they get off to rough starts or whatever, you know, you don't, you don't want it to be meaningless later, mid to late in the season where it doesn't mean anything. Even if one of the teams would be 0-3 going into the week four matchup, it wouldn't matter because then it would just be a must-win game for the 0-3 team. Um, injury. Right. You know, you don't want <laughs> you don't want Tom Brady getting injured, period. Um, no, no you, no, you don't want him. Him, you don't want you don't want him getting um, uh, you don't want you don't want him getting injured. And the other thing is um, uh, that the fact that at that point in the season, John, who will be the quarterback for the Patriots? Correct. Well, that's another big one, AP. Uh, exactly. How is Cam Newton going to come out of the box? Uh, is it going to be the Cam Newton we saw struggling? Uh, by the end of the year, or is it going to be a rejuvenated Cam Newton a year after he had COVID, which many people still say, you know, really had an impact? Uh, let's face it, he wasn't the same player. Uh, you, you know, um, by any means that we've become used to seeing in two years of injury and then COVID, new system, no OTAs and mini camps and I don't even think there was a training camp or if there was it was different than normal so anyway anybody looking you know there's lots of ammunition for the pro Cam Newton camp uh, to present as to why we could see a different player this year um, but yeah, yeah you, you raise a great point AP I mean you know if, if he gets off to a rough start <laughs> you know will the patience be thin you know would you ever see Mac Jones making his debut that night? Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> oh, that would be incredible. That would be phenomenal incredible. to have Mac making making his um, you know ma- making um, making the debut the same night. That that would be you like, like I say unscripted drama. That's the beauty of sports. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I think the you know NFL just nailed it. By I just think week four is just perfect. You know, I could have you know just right in that range of like maybe you know I think week two would have been too soon and whatnot. Uh, week three, four, five just strikes me as just perfect, and I just think you know October third they just nailed it in every way. Uh, you know, there'll be a hint of fall in the air, if not more than that. Chance of good weather, as we discussed, are strong. Sunday night football is still the the showcase, um, and it's really it's the talk of the you know of the football world and beyond. I mean, AP, who doesn't watch that game? I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, you could be completely no. indifferent to football and anything else. Yes. Patriots, the teams, you're tuning into that game. You just are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, the drumbeat is going to be so, so insane. It's already started, and I realize we're just, you know, 
in the aftermath of the schedule just getting announced a mere five days ago. But it's going to be a nonstop storyline from here till that night and beyond. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's just going to be really, really fun. It just adds, you know, a lot of juice to what is already a, a lot of juice, as always, for the NFL coming on. And, uh, yeah, it's when we just sort of put it in the back of your mind and, and just, you know, brings a smile to your face, knowing, like, that that's looming out there in uh, the first weekend of October. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, I know we're getting close to the break here, but after you, we come back, I'd like to discuss – the exhibition games this year. I think that's going to be interesting, and I'll, I'll make my point when we come back. AP, that's perfect. We are right at our break time, so why don't we take our break, and we'll get to that topic on the other side. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more. We'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a shakeup in your online entertainment? Then listen for the Information Edge with Darren Yancey. It's time to take a fresh look at the politics of our economy and its impact on you. Darren and his guests will explain these rights, legislation, and observations in sectors that affect people around the world every day. Imagine a podcast that makes you stop and think. That's the Information Edge. Tune in every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Central, and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports, and I'm your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net. And back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And A.P., last seg- we ended last segment talking NFL schedule, specifically Brady and the Bucks visiting Gillette Stadium on Sunday night, October 3rd. But you had some thoughts regarding the NFL schedule release and the preseason, correct? Yes, John. You know, I thought it'd be fascinating this year in particular because as you look at the 2021 NFL draft, you had the, the first three picks were quarterbacks. A couple of them probable starters. Some have the potential to be a starter at some point during the season. So I think it's going to be fun to watch these preseason games to see how the head coaches manage that position, particularly somebody like Trey Lance in San Francisco, Matt Jones with New England, and then you have you know Zach Wilson with the Jets, um, Trevor Lawrence with Jacksonville. And I just think everyone's going to pay close attention to these young quarterbacks during the preseason schedule. And it gives uh, somebody, uh, you know, motivation to watch these preseason games where otherwise you might just flip the dial. Correct. Well, the quarterbacks, you know, the big five, as we'll call them, were such a big story this year uh, coming into the draft. And the draft played out that way. All five were chosen in the 15th. Top fifteen picks, no surprise. Right, uh, right. Chicago, you know, I, Justin Fields, I got Justin included Fields. as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which may be the most. Uh, I mean, they're all interesting in their own way. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is obviously going to be starting sooner rather than later, as you would assume Zach Wilson is. Uh, it would appear Trey Lance is going to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo, but. For how long, especially given Jimmy's uh, injury history uh, and and Trey Lance's lack of games played in college, no other way to say it. Justin Fields is suddenly behind, you know. He, and the Bears signed Andy Dalton, who feels like a placeholder, so it feels like Justin Fields could get in there at any point in time. And Andy Andy Dalton is a very competent quarterback. Led the Bengals to the pre postseason on a few occasions, so he's perfectly fine. And then, of course, we have you know you know uh, Mac Jones up here in New England, and we already touched on Cam Newton today. And how's he going to play to start out the season? Will have a direct impact on uh, on on Mac Jones and his playing time, and then how quickly does he pick up the system? Given his intellect is being ballyhooed and deservedly so as a guy who's going to pick up the playbook pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I've heard, the preliminary reports, right, John, that Max doing fairly well. And um, it doesn't surprise me. He, 
he's uh, has the capabilities physically and mentally to to be a quarterback in the league. It's just dependent upon how well he adapts to the speed. But I mean, like you're playing in the FCC, that's the fastest league. I don't know. I mean, the only thing they could get faster everywhere instead of just a few places. And then the other thing is, does he have receivers that can get some separation? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The the receiving core, uh, they signed a couple of people in the off season, Nelson Aguilar, some people, some names, uh, but it was definitely, you know, uh, not their strong suit last year. And, you know, back to preseason AP, where uh, which we started off the segment with, you know, the NFL increased from 16 to 17 regular season games. And they uh, on the flip side, that means one less preseason game. And as a season ticket member, that means for this year, at least, the Patriots are only hosting one preseason game, uh, which is Thursday, August 12th, against the Washington football team. Still getting used to saying that. Um, uh, yeah, I think 7.30 p.m. Um, actually kind of intriguing, you know, uh, given the Washington football team. Uh Closed the season, made the playoffs, gave the Bucks all they could handle in the playoffs, to say the least, uh, with that young quarterback. And uh, so, yeah. So again, it's a different, it's a different type of year. Uh, also, each team, you know, had with the seventeenth game added in, uh, you, you know. A team, and for the Patriots, I mean, it's a windfall for me as a season ticket member. Uh, it's the Cowboys, so the Cowboys are coming oh, into that stadium on, I think, like uh, early in October. I think. Let me check that. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's quite a bonus game for us, to say the least. That's uh, a, that's, that's so a great one for you to travel well. And uh, absolutely, you have a lot of Cowboy fans there, and John. I mean. They can't have have played in New England. Uh, I bet not a, not not a half a dozen times. It's rare. It's rare. And you know, and I specifically remembered, you know, going back to what we discussed early on. Um, and by the way, the Cowboys are coming in here on Sunday, October seventeenth, four twenty-five game. That will be huge. That's going to be the next home game, I believe, after the Brady-Bucks game. So, uh, wow. October's going to be fun up at Gillette Stadium, that's for sure. But, AP, I remember when Parcells was coaching the Cowboys and he returned to Gillette Stadium for what I, I'm sure was a night game, Sunday or Monday night, whatever. And um, Boy, yeah. you talk about returns to Foxborough. That was a massive night as well. That really was. <laughs> that was a big, big deal and a hot, hot ticket. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the, you know, the Patriots, we as season ticket members are, uh, are blessed this year as Patriot season ticket members. We, number one, we lost a preseason game and it was replaced by the Cowboys. It's just that simple. I'd say that's a pretty good trade, right? (laughs) You (laughs) traded, uh, um, yeah, that's that's a favorable trade for the for the Patriot fans for certain. You, you traded a Jaybird for a turkey. 
<laughs> exactly. I knew you could give us a nice spin on that one. And uh, yeah, I think I'll be renewing my tickets, uh, to say the least. Um, and yes, it's going to be, it's just going to be a fun, fun year. Uh, the opening game, of course, Raymond James Stadium on Thursday night after Labor Day uh, will be the Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, the Cowboys at the Bucks, where they will raise their banner um, that night. That'll be priceless, to say the least. And uh, and yeah, uh, say what you want about the Cowboys. Nobody draws more eyes than the Cowboys. I think they were valued as the most valuable sports team in the world within the past couple of weeks by Forbes. So yeah, that, that's going to be that's going to be awesome, and that would be September Thursday, September 9th. Uh, Cowboys at Bucks. That's going to that's going to be a heck of a way to open the season again because the Cowboys get the highest ratings. Period. Easily. Yeah, that, that'll be a huge rating. Uh, with the, you know, for the Cowboys to be up there. I mean, John, I'm, I'm going to try to look that up to see how many times they actually visited New England. Um, I know it's, I'm going to say, I'm going to say maximum four times. I'm, yeah, I'm just guessing. Yeah, it's around that. And it's the, the, the and that's why I kind of started off the show touching on how lucky it all, everybody is, myself included, that this happens to be the year that the Bucks would land in Gillette Stadium in the wake of, you know, Tom Brady leaving and winning the Super Bowl down in Tampa, and here come the Bucks. Uh Given that, you know, they're an NFC team and uh, the schedules are done in advance by division, and it just all worked out, mostly for the NFL and the ratings they're going to have on Sunday night, October 3rd, to say the least, but also for Patriots fans everywhere, season ticket members, all of it. It's just a, it's a wonderful happenstance for this year. But yeah, you're right, AP. Because a bottom line, I, I'm guessing the Bucks wouldn't be coming back here for another number of years. Put it that way. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I wouldn't think that's going to happen for a while as well. Exactly. Tampa Bay probably hasn't played up there very many times either. No, no. I mean, I remember this. You know, I've been a long time season ticket holder so you know I, I remember who comes in and when and the minute I see the schedule for the following year I instantly you know know who hasn't been around in a while i.e. the Packers you know when they come it's a big deal obviously Aaron Rodgers yes. on and on and on mm-hmm. so yeah so it just again I'm uh, trained in you know just instantly noticing the moment the schedule comes out like who, who I haven't had a chance to see in whatever, a number of years, shall we say. And it's always, obviously, right. an NFC team for obvious reasons. Uh, well, AP, we're here at the end of our second segment together and uh, still have a few more things to get to, which we'll do on the other side. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Boys America listeners, welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I am your host, John Inglesby, and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers Alabama football and many other sports as well. And before we get started, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is Wednesday night's Lakers-Warriors play-in game. Uh, at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit late. I won't make any plans for Thursday early. And AP, uh, <laughs> you know, in the wake of the pandemic, I have just a new appreciation for, you know, this year's playoffs. I mean, we are talking serious kicking off of like nonstop sports here. And this is the weekend that did it. You know, we had a uh, Right off the bat, we had the, the one-offs with, you know, the Preakness and the basketball, Pro Basketball Hall of Fame inductions with Kobe, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. And then we had, you know, the Bruins kicked off literally the entire hockey, uh, hockey playoffs. Uh, and they play again tonight. Uh, NBA ended the regular season yesterday with Steph Curry putting on his show. And now we have Lakers-Warriors Wednesday night. Uh, and we have these play-in games, so we're quickly into, like, elimination games in week one. Loving that. 
And, uh, and oh, by the way, we have the PGA tournament uh, down at Kiowa at the Ocean Course. And AP, they were, I just see, saw this on TV. I was uh, visited there uh, past year or two. And, you, you know, I know you're a man of the South. You may be familiar with the area as well. AP, I'll never forget. Parked the car in front of the famous sanctuary in perfect weather. Beautiful. Got out. Shorts, T-shirts, all of it. Walk through the spectacular, legendary, iconic hotel. Come out the other side, out the back door, and there I was at the ocean course. And AP, it was the biggest difference I've ever seen in my life with wind. Walked into a howling wind that was a different world from what I had just encountered a couple hundred yards away. Um, so the wind is down at Kiowa. It's not as windy as is typical apparently today and the forecast for the week for the wind yeah it's kind of different down there john i guess it's unique it is unique you familiar with that area at all charleston and hilton head and all that you haven't been been over there john really yeah i've been over to the savannah and those places it's something that's on my list i guess i just hadn't been over that direction and north carolina has a the coastline is very nice as well. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. I hadn't been to those coastlines. Gee, I was just there. I literally drove through it a matter of weeks ago, within the past six weeks. So it's all interesting. And, uh, yeah, Kiowa is very scenic uh, and typically windy, but apparently not as much. But, again, I'll just never forget uh, opening that door and walking out into literally a different world. Uh, from what I had encountered, you know, five minutes earlier, a couple hundred yards away in the front of the hotel, of the sanctuary. But neither here nor there, AP. My point is very simple. Given what we suffered through last year with the pandemic, uh, and we did have some postseason with bubbles, as we all know, but now it's like postseason with fans. And so I have a special appreciation for what's unfolding now uh and here we go ap it's just going to be this is one of the top two or three weeks of the year for sports viewing in my in my estimation because you know pretty much for the next week at least maybe longer you're going to have pretty much you know two or three nba games a night to choose from two or three nhl games a night to choose from mix in kiowa throw in the belmont in a couple weeks and uh, I'd say it's looking pretty good uh, for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like almost um, similar to October in, in sports. They all, they all merge the football and the, the basketball and the golf and everything's happening at once. And some of the hockey, I guess, and whatever. Yeah, college football. Yeah, all at once. Yeah, mix in mix in NFL, some of you know some rookie camps, like we're held this weekend. The schedule, huge deal, of course. All of it, the draft. Uh, you know, you and I have talked, and it just hit me this very minute. You know, we we've debated and talked about like what's better, April or October. Well, suddenly it's not April anymore. <laughs> uh, it just hit me like they've moved everything back. Now it's May. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here we are in mid-May. We're only two days into the hockey playoffs and about to start the NBA playoffs. So we're—I I just again hadn't really put it all together. 
but yeah, we're a few weeks behind of what has been the traditional schedule. Uh, and last year, just who knows? I don't even remember when the bubble was played. I think it was in like July 4th <laughs> or something. Who can remember, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Anyway, either here remember, or yeah. the good times are rolling. And we are the beneficiaries yeah. here over the next number of weeks. Uh, but the first week when you have the maximum amount of teams in both hockey and basketball is just, in my mind, it's just priceless. Pretty much nonstop playoff. Uh, hockey oh, and uh, oh yeah, basketball. Yeah, everybody who wants, who loves those two sports, they're going to be able to watch it for quite a while, and and it's extended, and uh, it, it, it's a little bit better than the, the prior seasons. Yeah, I mean the way I watch these AP is pretty simple. If I don't have a horse in the race, i.e., Bruins or Celtics, uh, you know, and some other teams I like as well. But that aside, I just root for whoever, you know, needs, for whatever team is behind to win, behind in the series to extend the maximum number of games. So what I want is, you know, seven game series in every, in, in, in every series. Just keep yeah. them coming. That's how I look at it. Um, so it's fun. It's a great time of year. And, uh, and yeah, gee, again. Memorial Day will be even uh, more fun than usual. There'll be more teams still alive on Memorial Day than, as an example, than have been traditionally playing in the past on Memorial Day weekend. So, and I remember, I look back, we all remember the Memorial Day massacre, which I believe show how late things are now. That was the (laughs) Celtics beating the Lakers in game one by like 30 or 40 points at the Boston Garden. It was like 100 degrees. Um, I was in Boston that day, not the game, but right down the street from the Garden. And uh, I think the Lakers ended up winning that series and the championship. But that was the finals. NBA finals began on Memorial Day weekend back in the day, somewhere in the 1980s, whatever, 86, 87 time frame. So here we go. Memorial Day Massacre. That's a good note to end on. Uh, when you're broadcasting from Boston, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Way be hard to leave. We're at the end of the show already. Um, like I said, you and I are going to have a lot to talk about in the coming weeks. So looking forward to it and great job today. Hey, thank you, John. Always my pleasure. And thank you, AP. And as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.